Welcome to Literacy Ladies. Hello everyone, this is Michelle Wicko, uh, one of the Literacy Ladies, uh, welcoming you to the 2016-2017 school year. Uh, I'm joined today not by Dr. Shaw, but by another lovely Literacy Lady who has dedicated her life to teaching and is gonna be helping us today with when you get hired <laughs> and all of the things that you're gonna have to do do to um, become one of our great new teachers in the state of Connecticut. Uh, her name is Mrs. Frida Potok. She is a former middle school teacher for 35 years. I know, my goodness, she dedicated her whole career to teaching. And now she is retired and works for the State Department of Education as one of their team consultants. And we'll get into what team is. But she's going to give us a heads up on what to do once we are hired and what we have to do. Good morning, Frida. How are you? Very good. Thank you. Well, thank you for being on our show. Um, remember, our audience is all these WestCon students, and we love them so much. And can you tell us, when do teachers enter the team program? Well, teachers enter the team program as soon as they get their first job. So that's the first thing. You've got to get out and beat the pavement so you get your first job. And when you do that, the town that hires you will assign you a mentor, and that mentor will guide you through the team process. Much of what you've learned already, because I know you've been practicing the EDTPA assessment program, and most of what is taught in that program is also aligned with the goals of team. So I believe you already have a good foundation for planning, for instruction, and assessment techniques already. I'm sure that as you've been student teaching, you've been learning about all the strategies that an effective teacher is capable of doing because you're watching your, your, your cooperating teacher. There's a lot of trial and error, I'm sure, because knowing what to do in a classroom is one thing, but doing it is another. Remember, teaching is a live performance activity. Every day, it's challenging. You have to be on your game. You just can't push the delete button and say, oh, well, you know, that didn't go well, delete. No, you have to keep going and you need to have a good process in mind so that the students stay with you. I'm sure as you work closely with your cooperating teacher, you're trying to soak up and observe everything he or she does in a way that they encourage all students to reach their maximum potential. We know that the best teachers establish rapport with their students, but also provide them with rigorous work. So. You and your, the way your mentor will assist you during the first two years of the team program is to help guide you with all those day-to-day -day responsibilities you will have. There is also an online program that you can log on to, and you can do that right now if you want, to ctteam.org, and you can review the basics. But remember, establishing a strong relationship with your mentor is really key to making your experience a success. 
Wow, that's great to know. So what I would be when when you get hired, um, students will have about a year to get into their job as new teachers. And then it sounds like team is going to really support them through uh, two years of, of this good work, this induction program. And remember, um, part of the certification in Connecticut is based on this program. So it's helping teachers and making sure that going from an initial certificate to another certificate, they have a little bit more um, guidance to do that with. Yes. Great, thanks. And uh, uh, the, basically the philosophy of team is that it is this induction program, as Michelle mentioned, mm -hmm. and we believe that beginning teachers really benefit from the support and guidance of a mentor because they face many, challenging's, many challenges in the teaching profession today. And trying to master all the elements of planning and delivering an effective lesson can be very daunting. And then, of course, once you do that, you really need to use what you've learned about your students and give them constructive feedback so they can improve. All these things are very challenging, and your mentor should be able to give you support. We also know that teaching today requires much more than just knowledge of the basics. A command of subject matter, and instructional and management techniques are very, very important if we're going to inspire all our students to achieve and develop a passion for lifelong learning, which we know nowadays is certainly a necessity. Thirdly, we all know that preparing students for the 21st century requires that we encourage higher level thinking, problem solving, and the ability to work in collaborative groups, and yet also be willing to adjust to change when necessary. It is very likely that students start out in one job at an early time in their life and very often may be changing to another one. So they need to learn to be flexible and to be able to adjust to change. Our, our life moves very quickly. Lastly, the team philosophy is basically that an effective teacher, this should not be any surprise to you, <laughs> must use knowledge, skill, passion, and constant dedication so they can successfully plan lessons that accommodate all students, especially those out there with special needs. And we all know how many of those students we have nowadays. This is a tall order when you have to do this on a day-to-day -day basis, minute-to-minute, and this can be very, very stressful. And this is precisely why a mentor is crucial and there to provide support, especially on days when your challenges seem overwhelming. Oh, gosh. And as new teachers in our audience out there, there will be some of those days where you go home and you're exhausted <laughs> and stressed out. And uh, it's a good way um, to, to invite your mentor to help you through some of those struggles. We're not alone. We have to keep each other kind of uh, together and sane at times, too. <laughs> it's very important to have that support. And if you're lucky enough to connect with a good mentor like I did when I started teaching, that mentor is still my good friend and mentor today in my professional life and also my personal life. So 
hopefully you'll establish a good relationship with someone and it will be lifelong. Oh, that's a, that's a great story for our listeners to know. Yes, your mentor is very important. And I think it's a great way for some veteran teachers, too, to pay it forward in the profession. Um, I'm sure at 35 years in the um, public school system, uh, I hope you were a good mentor to some of those new teachers as well when you were uh, teaching. I hope so. And I, I still do receive phone calls being asked to mentor as we speak. So it is, if you can establish that relationship, it can be a really great part of your life before and after teaching. <laughs> right. <laughs> great. Well, so how will this experience with team help me as a teacher? Because in our audience, we have students out there that will be graduating in May and having their, um, hopefully their classrooms or a position uh, in the 2017-2018 school year. How will the team experience help them? Well, again, first of all, I really think being assigned a mentor gives you a built-in system with a person you can trust and you can collaborate with when difficult situations arise. You may not want to go to the principal when you're having difficulty with a particular student, but you can go to your mentor and have a very frank discussion and hopefully get some help and some support. And you always, it, there always will be difficult situations that will arise that you're not expecting and that's when a mentor can be very helpful and supportive as they navigate you through the how to, the how to go about solving the problem and trying to help that student work with their parents, work with other support staff within the school if they need literacy help, work with the literacy teacher if they need math help, get your math expert on, on board with you, trying to help you develop strategies that will work with them. You know, that's really important about a mentor, I think, because as a new teacher, um, teachers will experience like going through procedures of things for the first time and who you have to go to for your support staff. So having a mentor is very um, important. And I think that experience of having a mentor would be positive for a new a new teacher because they can ask them those tough questions of, um, you know, how does how do things work here? or Who do I have to let uh, know about this? this problem that I'm having. Right. All the intricacies that are not necessarily written up as a formal way you go about everything. You want to know how to just handle it. And you're not trying to make a big problem or a small problem a big problem. You just want a little hint as to how you might be able to solve that and who you can access in the school that will be helpful to you. Mm -hmm. So that's really, you're right, that's really important. Secondly, your mentor is well-versed in how to help you plan your instruction so that it meets the needs of all your students, especially those with the special needs. Mm -hmm. And we all know about data-driven instruction and how that is a constant planning challenge all teachers face and need support with. Thirdly, your mentor will be able to guide you by modeling or suggesting resources. If your mentor doesn't have the answer to your question, she may know a resource that does. And of course, you all know, online resources are abundant and easily readable. You can Google any problem you have and look for a solution to it. And there's no, there's no sense in reinventing the wheel. If there's someone else out there who's been through the same problem with you, that you have been, then obviously you can get that information easily. 
Great. Can you tell us um, what the five modules are and um, how you're kind of utilizing them throughout the team process? Certainly. Uh, Basically, the team program is designed around the common core of teaching, and it consists of five modules, as Michelle just said. Mm -hmm. Um, The first one is classroom environment and student engagement. The second is planning for, and that's active learning. We all know how we need to engage our students and do active, have as much active learning as we can. Again, instruction for active or interactive learning. Again, it's very hard for students to sit still like they did in the good old days. So you need to have some kind of interaction going on. Um, Assessment for learning. And then you have your professional responsibilities. And that's where you become part of the community and you work with parents and other projects that PTA might have so that you become part of your community and your known quantity. Now basically, from what I understand, the WestCon students really should be pretty familiar with this because as you've done your EDTPA, you have done a lot with planning, instruction, and assessment. So you're really right there. Um, and you'll be able to build. You're going to have a good foundation, and I think that will help you as you build. Um, During year one, you have to complete two modules. Then during year two, you complete the other three. And you will meet with your mentor regularly, and basically what you have to do is write a reflection paper of 3,000 words or less on what you has you have learned as you work through these modules. Basically, the essentials of how and why you complete instruction. The how you do the instruction and the why you you have decided to give that instruction. All the directions on how to do this is found online with ctteam.org and your mentor will show you how to sign up and you will log your discussions with your mentor so that way you'll have some notes that you can refer to later when when you might need them. Oh, great. That's going to be very helpful for our students. So just as we wrap up today, our literacy ladies, Frida, you seem like a wealth of knowledge. What could our students do now to prepare for team? So remember, our students are in their last few months or in the last year of uh, their education degree and will be out in the workforce in September. What could they do now to get ready for this? Well, of course, they have to start getting that resume ready. But in the meantime, you have to practice, practice, practice. um, For those of you who have ever read Teach Like a Champion, you realize how important it is to practice what you're going to be doing. And you know that Doug Lemoff, if you read Teach Like a Champion, you've probably also read Practice Perfect. And what he says and makes sense to me is you practice and you try to be perfect, but what you're really trying to do is make it permanent because as you practice, 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 you make things permanent. Um, It's just like going out on the soccer field. If you've practiced really well, when you go to make that kick, it comes naturally and it's not, doesn't take so much required thinking. So if you practice your effective lesson planning, it's going to get easier. If you 
continue to practice maintaining a positive classroom environment, it'll become second nature to you. If you practice your instructional strategies that you know work, that fit your personality and work with your students, then you know you're going to be able always to find the right thing to say. You're not going to lose your temper when students forget or don't know or aren't paying attention because, again, your instructional strategies are going to lead you in the right way. You're going to, of course, always practice the variety of assessment strategies. You know how important it is for assessment with all our data-driven instruction, and you need to practice more than one way to assess students. And, of course, you have to practice your professional responsibilities by being a strong part of your school, making sure you take um, part in community activities, do as much leadership as you can, um, go to data meetings, just become where there seems to be a necessity, you show up. And again, that practice, practice, practice will become second nature. It'll become permanent. And that, was, that will really, I think, work for you. Oh, great. Well, thanks so much, Frida, for helping us out here on Literacy Ladies. You are a wealth of knowledge. Thank you for your 35 years of uh, service in public education. We really appreciate it. And also, as our new students uh, become our new teachers, uh, we hope to see you around at the state of Connecticut, uh, the Department of Education, uh, helping out all of our district facilitators and all of our new staff members. Thanks again, and thank you for listening to Literacy Ladies. And we hope you have learned something and can take something with you to try on uh, as soon as you get hired. Thank you and have a great day. Thank you.